Welcome to the Mindful ADHD Diva, the podcast for high achieving women on a journey of personal growth and mindfulness, seeking to master ADHD in the real world. I'm your host, Coach Lauren, and each week we explore the tools and strategies that empower you to conquer ADHD challenges to live a happy and holistic lifestyle. Because remember, there are no drastic changes without drastically changing. So let's get ready to transform your life. This is episode one of The Mindful ADH Diva. I am thrilled to be pivoting to something that I feel called to do. This is personal to me. And I just love that I can merge my personal and professional life into a business because I just... I really feel like as I've gotten to know myself as uh, a person, but also as an entrepreneur, um, a divapreneur, I really feel that this is what I'm supposed to be doing, living in that ventral creative state. So I'm excited to just drop some gems every single Tuesday at 5 a.m. Eastern. So I am going to open up this episode with a question. Now, those of you who know me, you know I like to think critically. I like to kind of get quiet and really put the question out there because when we do that, we get an answer if we allow that space for the answer to come to us. So the question I want to ask you is, when was the last time that you wholeheartedly said yes to yourself? Okay, so you are free from any guilt or any hesitation and what did that moment reveal to you about your self-care and happiness okay so i want that to sink in for a minute because more than often we are human doings rather than human being and what do i mean by that sometimes we will just keep moving, 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 moving until we crash. And don't get me wrong, we're busy people. I'm I'm a mom too. So those moms that are out there, you understand. I mean, from the time you get up, you have people depending on you and and you have a job and you have your own wants and needs and your own goals and and things that you want to attain in life. But we, it's still critical for you to find time for you. And what I've learned is it's unacceptable for people to say, oh, I'll just do that later. Or I'll just do that when my kids are older. What, okay, tomorrow's not promised. So how do you pour into yourself? And so what I've learned is saying yes to yourself is actually self-care. Saying no to things is self-care as well. You're putting up boundaries. So I wanna open up with a little story. I wanna connect this to myself. So. Really, we need to think of it this way. Change takes time. You might have a goal in mind. You know, it's so easy to say when people want to lose weight. So I'll just use that example. If you say, I want to lose 50 pounds. Okay, great. So what are you going to do to do that? What are you going to do to maintain that goal? You have to find discipline. You have to maybe change your diet. You have to maybe exercise more. Maybe you need to be around different people that can motivate you to actually shed the, the weight. Maybe you need to get a personal trainer. Again, there are no drastic changes without drastically changing. So I have found over the years, um, I just couldn't quiet my brain. And it was really pissing me off because I'm like 
I'm ready to go to sleep. Why is like, why am I so stressed? Why am I so anxious? Why am I thinking about tomorrow? Why am I thinking about what I said to this person five hours ago? Did I hurt their feelings? Why didn't I make this dinner? Did I not give, you know, this kid enough attention? Did I not give, you know, my husband enough, whatever it is. And I found myself getting to the point where I, I was struggling getting to sleep. And I talked to my doctor and I ended up going on a sleep um, pill, which I hated. Those of you who have ever been on a sleep medication and like, I don't know if it works for you, but I was on some sort of tranquilizer that my dog takes. I remember when she prescribed it, I was like, wait a second. My, my dog needs this to go to the vet. Like what? (laughs) Like, I don't know how I feel about this. And I was, I could sleep. But I hated the way that I felt when I woke up. I was groggy. It would take me a while to get out of the fog. I felt like I couldn't think clearly. It just didn't seem worth it. And so I was like, well, how do I get like, you know, the adequate sound sleep I need without feeling anxious? Well, something clicked within me because I've been meditating for now over 100 days at this point of the recording of this podcast episode. Something clicked and I decided to have phone boundaries. We're in a state where we are consuming so much information. And if we are not filtering what is being downloaded in our heads, that can truly impact our subconscious. Our subconscious. And if we are not mining our mind, then that's where all of the negative self-talk and all of the... Um, you know, people pleasing and the anxiety and then our nervous system is all over the place. That's where all that comes in. And so I decided I can't control other people, but I can control what I do. So I decided it's probably been maybe over a month that I was like, all right, my phone is going on lock from 8 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. Now, I can turn off a few apps like I definitely have a lot of my mindfulness and, um, you know, white noise and stuff on my phone at night that I listen to, but I'm not getting emails. I'm not getting text messages. um, I can't access like my bank account information. I mean, things that were stressing me out. You know, if you get a text from someone that you know, crosses your boundaries or makes you uncomfortable, that can really impact your mindset. It could impact the way you interact with people. And so what I love about it is the people that know me well know that if I text or communicate with Lauren after 8 p.m. between Sunday and Thursday, I'm not going to hear from her until after 6.30 a.m. And then the new people in my world, they'll know that I'll never text you after 8 p.m. Now, Fridays and Saturdays are my off days, but because I'm in this routine, I typically don't even do that anyway because I don't like to have things downloaded in my brain in a state of getting ready for, you know, shutting down the night. Because I have found that when I do shut down my device at 8, then I'm starting to wind down my brain and then I get into my night routine, which is a very, very hot bath to the point where I'm like sweating. (laughs) It's almost like I'm in a hot tub and I have Epsom salt and it's dark and I can just think and reflect on my day. Then I go take a really cold contrast shower and that calms my nervous system. And then after that I get out and then I do my gratitude in my, um, it's an app called gratitude. And then after that I check in with my emotions 
And then I play this like mindless game called Wodoku and within five or 10 minutes, I'm asleep. And this is a game changer for me because that's self-care. And I said yes to myself. I said yes to my ADHD, ADHD crazy brain that wouldn't shut up. Now I am training my brain to say, we're going to start bringing that down around 7.30. And then eight o'clock is when that that hard you know, boundary is in place for you. You can't do this. You can't communicate with this person. You can't check your email. And it's been fantastic. I actually just turned off all my notifications for emails too. And I only, well, I try to check my email only like three times a day. And that's been a game changer. You know, all the input information and the impulsivity of feeling like I need to respond to this person. I need to do this. I need to do that. So I really want you all to think what or when was the last time that you wholeheartedly said yes to yourself and you didn't feel guilty about it. And that's the thing. It's it's that's a part. It's a two part question. Right. So you're like, OK, when did I say yes to myself? And if you did, were you like, oh, man, you know, I really can't be present. I mean, if, if you're feeling any any hint of guilt or hesitation you are not present with saying yes to yourself and really at the end of the day you think it's a wrong thing to do because you are not pouring into you when really that's the that's the closest and best relationship you'll ever have in life is the one with yourself so if you aren't if you aren't figuring out who you are and what you need and how you can communicate with those around you in a healthy way, then you're just forever going to be stressed on that hamster wheel of feeling like you can't get where you need to be, feeling overwhelmed, anxious, all those negative feelings. So you have to start saying yes to yourself. Now, I want to give you some practical steps to help you with that. Now, the first one is really to practice gratitude. Now, I know some of us might struggle and say, well, I don't have anything to be grateful for. Like, I don't have money. I don't have the career I want. I don't have the body I ha- I want. I don't have, you know, I wanted kids that never happened. Like, whatever we put energy on, we're going to get more of that. So, you know, you listen to entrepreneurs and, you know, a whole bunch of famous people and, you know, they'll tell you that. And it's the absolute truth. And the and the best example I can give you is, you know, let's just say you just bought a new car and you're in that car every day. You're feeling happy and you're feeling good. And all of a sudden you see your car everywhere you go. And it's because that's what's on your mind. So if you can shift that and say, you know what, I'm going to start small. I'm going to say I'm grateful to be alive today. I'm going to say I'm grateful that I have food in the refrigerator. I'm going to say I'm grateful for the warm bed that I have at night. Whatever it is, start small. Because the more you do it, the more you'll feel gratitude. And then you'll say, man, you know what? I really touched that friend today and I'm so glad that I could be there for them. And I'm grateful for that relationship. And I started doing this with my five-year-old and it's great. You know, she holds me accountable in the morning. She's like, mommy, can we do mindfulness? Now we have to do gratitude. Now I have to check in with my emotions. And, you know, that's that's my legacy right there. Like this, doing this work is is my legacy. You know, when I'm gone, I want it to be like, this is what my mom taught me. I want my clients to say, this is how I'm going to navigate this space in life. Because we can't control what happens on the outside. We can only control what happens on the inside. So if you can master that, you're good to go. So practice gratitude is is practical step number one. Practical step number two is to engage in enjoyable activities. Don't do things you don't want to do. Obviously, there are things in life that we have to do that we don't want to do. I mean, that's a must. We're, you know, adulthood is the hardest hood, as they say, right? But like, if you don't want to, I don't know, fill in the blank, stop yourself don't just automatically do it 
ask yourself, is this something I really want to do or do or would I rather do this? And that's where you say yes to yourself. Maybe you would prefer to read a book rather than go for a walk with a friend. That's okay. So engage in enjoyable activities. Number three, spend time with loved ones. So tomorrow's never promised, right? Like we don't know when our last day is going to be. So we have to live our lives to the fullest and we need to be present. And so when you can set aside certain boundaries of all the input information that you're getting, you can fully be present with the people that you love. This is where in my coaching program, we work on um, really individualizing what does your nervous system look like? Because the bottom line is, is that everybody goes through all three stages of the dorsal, sympathetic, and the ventral um phases in the nervous system but but not always are we in that ventral state for a long period of time and the ventral state is when you're in that creative flow you're able to sit and genuinely listen and take in information and be present if you're constantly in the survival fight or flight there is no way in hell you can sit there and listen to somebody with an open heart and an open mind so if you're a mom and you're on like you know overload just being a mom can't figure out your you know life can't figure out what we're making for dinner and then your kid is having a hard time you can't regulate yourself enough to regulate them so then you're getting irritated because you're wondering why they're struggling in school and then you're like well you have you're supposed to be doing your your part and I'm supposed to be doing my part like do your part you're not in a ventral state to actually enjoy spending time with your loved one so when you start saying yes to yourself you can do more of that the fourth tip is to help others now I know sometimes we feel like you know I gotta help myself you know I, I don't have time to help this person totally understandable but it's a it's a balance so maybe you're helping somebody somebody by just listening to them maybe you're helping someone by picking up their kid from soccer practice because you know that they've had a really long day and they can't get to the field on time or they have to leave work early and you know their boss is gonna have a conniption if they leave early again whatever it is find ways to help people because when you help others more comes back to you now you don't want to do it in the sense of like well I'm going to help this person so I can get something back no you want to do it from the kindness of your heart because the more you give the more you get back you also want to practice regular exercise this is huge so for me I'm a former division one track athlete full scholarship so that's not a problem for me as a matter of fact I've had to adjust my workouts as I've gotten older I can't do the kind of running I was doing because my body is so broken down. I used to even do distance runs. I can't do it anymore. It just hurts. My back hurts, my hips hurt, my feet hurt. And I've had fractured hip, fractured feet, uh, you know, my lower back issues. It's just not a good look. And so what I have done is I do cross training. So I will do cardio in the pool. I'll do Pilates, I'll walk the dog. So regular exercise, just get out 30 minutes a day, go for a walk, go to the um, pool, you know, do something because it really changes your state and it really gets the blood flowing. And then the last practical step and last tip I want to give you is to prioritize your mental health. So whatever that means to you, you know, for me, I have to start my morning off with some five deep, deep breaths, 60 second deep breaths. Then I've got to do my meditation and it's guided and I find themes of things that I personally want to work on. And then I listen to either affirmations and or motivational um, clips. 
So, you know, from anybody that's inspiring, really anybody who's successful that I can look up to, I'll listen to it because I want to learn and I want to become the best version of myself. So once I carve out that hour before I even step foot out of bed, because this happens all in bed. I don't, I used to try to force myself to get out of bed and go into another room and do it. And I realized that wasn't for me. I need a slow wake up. I need to be able to just plug in my headphones and just lay in bed and do what I need to do. And then that gives me the energy to get up. And then once I do that, then I'm I'm practicing my, my morning gratitude in my app. And then after that, I go and I assess my emotions. And that's when I'm like, all right, I'm up. Let me go brush my teeth. Let me go get dressed. Let me go do some mindfulness with my daughter. So that's me prioritizing my mental health. When I feel grounded and centered, anything could happen in the day. Doesn't mean that I don't get upset and irritable and all that kind of stuff. Of course that happens, but I know how to manage it better because I say yes to myself. So I want you ladies to know it's okay. I'm giving you permission to say yes to yourself. Now, one thing to note is if you are a reader, I want you to know that there is a blog post that goes with each podcast episode and you can access that in the show notes. Another thing I want to make a big announcement is I have another free masterclass. So this one is going to be focused on finding your aligned authenticity. All right. So this is the ultimate virtual event to help you discover, embrace and nurture your values. So this is, again, another 90 minute virtual event to help women like you with ADHD who are looking to who desire, I should say, to uncover your authenticity so you can have a greater empowerment without lack of fulfillment and emotional stress. So I want you to feel that you can find what you desire because we all have desires. It's, a, it's really a matter of do I want to address this desire? Do I feel guilty to, to have this desire come true and to put the work in? You know, I want you to discover what is your desire and how can you have a greater impact in whatever that impact is, you know, greater empowerment, if you will. And I want you to feel good about it without having that lack of fulfillment and emotional stress because more than often women carry a lot of burden and we don't always feel fulfilled and we might feel like we're doing things for other people and that's not really our purpose in life now maybe part of your purpose in life is caregiving and that's fine but you have to feel fulfilled in doing that not feeling resentful and you have to feel um you know that you're not emotionally drained from doing that so this masterclass is focused on those um, skills. And I'm excited because last month's, actually October's um, masterclass was so empowering. We talked about conquering the inner critic. We talked about the 14 cognitive distortions and how you can really rewire your brain and reframe your mindset. So if this interests you, I want you to click the link in the show notes. Now, I will say that I am particular about who attends these masterclasses. Although it's free, I have very high standards that I only want women in this space who are engaging. What does that mean? That means you come and you have your screen on. That means you come and you engage with other women who want to be there. That is paramount to me because we're in the age of, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll attend this and I'll just be in the car and have my screen off and I'll just, you know, cherry pick 
and, 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 you know, tune in when I feel like it. I don't want that vibe. If that's you, please don't even click the link. I want you there if you are ready to engage, if you are interested in a transformation, if you are really in a state of, I want to learn more about myself, I want to be there. And I want you there if that's what you're about. So how this works is every person that decides that they want to attend the masterclass, you have to schedule a pre-qualifier call. Now, what does that mean? This is a 15-minute call where you and I meet. We meet and I get to ask you, what is your desired outcome? What are you hoping to get out of this masterclass? I'm holding you accountable. Again, this is not a click this and I'm on the mailing list and now I'm just going to show up when I feel like it. I'm going to show up 30 minutes in. No, you are showing up. You are printing off the materials that I'm, I'm creating for you and you are ready to engage. So if that doesn't sound like something you want to commit to, I, that's fine with me. Don't click the link. Or maybe you're like, oh, I'm interested. And then you say you want to come, but then you don't book a call for the pre-qualifier. That's fine too. Absolutely fine. So I just want to be upfront that you can't just get on the list and assume you're going to get a link. I want to meet you and I want to know if this is the right space for you. So I hope you all enjoyed um, this first episode of the Mindful ADHD Diva. I'm so excited to have this platform to share and give you some tips and also share a free masterclass that I hope you could find value in. So I will see you all next week. Thank you for joining us on this transformative journey today. I'm Coach Lauren, and you have been listening to The Mindful ADHD Diva. Stay mindful, stay focused, and together continue to elevate our ADHD game. And remember, there are no drastic changes without drastically changing. I'll see you next week, divas.